He's in the house, the magic man, Miles Fitzner, whispering Miles Fitzner on the ha. cathedral uh, at the cathedral the other day. And a good person to ask about live golf because you were in Adelaide earlier this year for the tournament. Hello, Jules. Uh, firstly, happy birthday to you. Uh, I know you, remi- you. you reminded me at the Christmas party. It was your 33rd. And Did I? I wish yeah, I wish. Yes, 33rd birthday. So happy uh, birthday to you. And what a birthday present lining up um, like all of your um, idols in David Zaharakis to hear what he had for breakfast and everything he's doing with the, well, Spurs losing with the, West, the Iron Man. Spurs losing the bloody West Ham wasn't a good start. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I thought, gee, on your birthday, there'd be an Essendon flavour to this show. No, there wasn't enough, to no. be honest. Hey, um, no, the, the Live Golf in Adelaide last year, uh, privilege of broadcasting it over there with Pat Welsh, of course, Nick Del Santo and Matty Rogers. It's, Matty Rogers has played in two uh, World Cups, in two codes. He said it's the greatest sporting event he's ever been to in his life. I tend to agree. And a lot of people are torn in regards to the money, and mm. it's a totally different argument, and, and a lot of people have great points. But uh, we just want to be entertained, and we want the best of the best. And as a spectacle, um, live golf is is unbelievable as a spectacle. So in Adelaide, um, the tickets, what, hospitality yep. sold out in 20 minutes. The GA for the first option sold out, I think, in like four hours. So it's um, they put a good show on. That's all we want as, as spectators in the golf's elite. So... Um, yeah, good luck to them. Love Liv. Shout out to Nick and the team. They're out. Everything they do is absolutely fantastic. But, yeah, I understand the purist argument, but they'll get over that. Things do change. Yep, and they'll do it all again in Adelaide uh, next year. Uh, now, you, you, your wheelhouse, though, is tipping winners. And, uh, unfortunately, for Sammy Edmund, your Friday night best bet at the Valley last week got up. Yeah, so with the listeners of this show especially will know that every time Sammy actually backs one of the ones on Friday nights that it goes under. And then every other time for the last six weeks, um, they've won. So we've had one go under, which was the one Sammy backed. But last week and a few before that. <laughs> so this Friday night, I'll give it to you off the top. I'll just try to find the absolute lock to multi-in. Race three, number one, um, our crack and Rosie from the Nichols Yard. Better than even money. That should be the best on the card there tonight. Our Crackland Rosie, race three, number one at the Valley tonight. So tomorrow it's the Ballarat Cup. Might be a little bit chilly in Ballarat tomorrow. It's not a great forecast here in Melbourne. A listed race, $500,000 worth. That looks like a nice race, this one. Yeah, it is a good race. And it's always, um, or every horse gets an opportunity at Ballarat. It's a great track. Tommy two play here. Um, ain't no deal and done. And Young Werther, they seem to be the two uh, that are going to be really hard to beat. Your Ruffies probably could even be a horse like um, maybe even a Midnight Blue down in weight. Um, and change a train. It's a horse that does have some ability. Happy to risk Foxy Cleopatra, Fajita Sand, Red Sun Sensation, Captain Envious. Happy to risk all of those. They're around $6 mark, those two, so you can back both of them, hope for the best in the Ballarat Cup. Any other races in Ballarat you keeping an eye on? Yeah, look, the, probably the best there. We'll go to race one, number five, Sunset Dreaming. It's short enough now, $1.70, bit of a multi-builder. But I will give you one here. Um, I don't normally do this, but uh, we'll go to race four, Number 10, Miss Baltimore. Dean Yendall, Matty Williams. First up, this horse from an inside drawer. $11 and $3.20. Um, I think it'll place definitely. There's $3.20 to place. But I'm going to make it one of my better bets. 11 bucks and three twenty. Miss Baltimore in uh, race number four there at Ballarat. Let's get across to the other side of the country. Group 1, Northerly Stakes. Zaki, short price favourite. Getting on a bit, though. Still, well, still good enough to win. Do you think it will win? Uh, look, it should. It's got panels on these in regards to, to its form lines. Um, 
Maricino is going to make a, a, a test of it um, and putting some speed into the race. If you wanted probably the best of the locals, I'd probably go down to zip away again at 52 kilos, 15 bucks. We're with it last time, gate 14. It's probably the best of them um, at the 52. But you have to be with Zaki here. Outside of it, zoom on and forgot you. Probably happy to risk a, a couple of them. I'd be Zaki, um, zip away a lot of good men. One, 15, 16, those two that are right down in the weights. And don't rule out, even be optimistic. Um, it's probably the biggest roughie. We'll boot that home for Terry. But that, that's probably how I'm going to play it. Zaki on top, definitely. Let's look at Sydney at Randwick, the $2 million, the Ingham. Uh, huge field, detonated Jack, the punters elect. It looks like a tough one to find a winner. It is. I'll probably stick with detonated Jack. He's running well. That's race seven, number two, detonated Jack. I'll stick with him. Um, no, I'm not going to be going too hard anywhere else other than probably Ascot on the weekend. I think um, race two, number two, Zoatica should be winning around 460 at Randwick. And race six, number nine, I'm in to win other two that should be winning up there. But detonated Jack and the Inga. But a few of these other better bets are going to be in uh, in the West. You give us some of your best bets around the country. Uh, look, I think race four, number four, Black Fantasy at Ascot. Uh, race four, number four, Black Fantasy. Race seven, number 10, Hanchi. I think you're getting a really good price for it still. Seven, number 10. And in the last, Starry Heights, of course. Race nine, number six, Starry Heights. Now, if Black Fantasy and Starry Heights are too short for you, uh, which I'm sure they are, um, you can probably just multi four, four, nine, six there at Ascot. And, um, yeah, looking forward to a big weekend. What have you got planned for your birthday? Uh, no, I had a nice dinner at Silks last night with my wife, which was beautiful. Have and... you covered? Have you covered? You've done live. You've done live here. Have you covered the OnlyFans, Nick Kyrgios? No, I was going to bring that up in the last half an hour. That was a yeah. Was it a shock? Well, it is a big shock. It's I'm not sure. Well, he makes announcements on OnlyFans. Will he say I'm not playing in the Australian what Open about, by his well, OnlyFans? There might be a heap of video content. One guy, one racket. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the possibilities are endless on that one. Goodness oh. me, you never a dull moment with Nick Kyrgios. Now we've got one here from Jesse. Best tipster in the world. His bank account must look like John Rahm. Is that true? Uh, not quite Johnny Rams at the moment, but I will say, yeah, what a deal. Um, I, I love the, the fact that the, the text machine's so divided on this. I mean, it, is, it has been from the start. The end of the golf. day, the end of the day, though, is like everyone's quick to, and we do live in a society where we pot, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, a, we're, and we're known for it worldwide. There the were a bit of tall poppy stuff, but I understand the level of, of, um, hypocrisy in regards to don't go out and tell people it's because of this when everyone knows it's not. That's the problem. Yep. Do a Brooks Kepka. Yep, but that's fine. But there's not one person on this text machine. There's not one person sitting at home on their couch or as Mark Fine would say, living in their mother's basement, right, <laughs> That that's not taking that money. So at the end of the day, just look. We're in yeah, the- but, the, but the people that are sitting on their couch and, and uh, sending their messages are not Maltese. No, I'm not. But I'm saying if you're in the same position – that like, there's not many that aren't doing the same thing, and mate. that's fine, and that's fine. But John Rahm, don't come out and say the tournaments mean nothing, and and winning yep. a memorial means something. And I hate the format, and I don't need the money. I could retire tomorrow and live comfortably. Look, don't and, say all and that that's and then change fair, your mind. But we get that in every game, right? We get that in the AFL where people say I'll never coach again. They come out and re- coach again. They we, they say they're going to retire, then they come back for more money and and come out of retirement. They say that they're all in it for the team when really behind the scenes, all they want to do is win a Brownlow medal, like. We're, we're, the world's full of it. Yeah, and and you're entitled to change your mind on something. Yeah, and and John Rahm just, I guess, has to be prepared to cop criticism for changing. Do you your know mind. what you if can't? He's prepared cha- to do that. That's fine. Do you know what you can't change your mind on? 
tips because once you tip them and if you change your mind, then they come for you. So best of luck to everyone on the weekend. Uh, thank you very much. Happy uh, birthday, mate. Thank you very much. I've got a one for you. Uh, Gareth Hall will join us on Monday. What, what did you think of his suggestion that a winner of an Adelaide Cup or a Perth Cup or both should get automatically into the Melbourne Absolutely. Cup? Absolutely. It should be all the, the majors, um, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, uh, should all be qualifications into the Melbourne Cup. Um, we've, we've abandoned... Um, breeding stayers in this country, and we did it a long time ago, about 20 years ago, um, for the fact that everyone wanted two-year-old speed and they wanted it up and early. Uh, we need to put some we need to put some money back into these staying races and qualifying staying races. It'll take time. They won't be great to start with, but you've got to put them up and put them up for four and five years and let people get in and breed these horses because stayers, they take time. When you own them, you don't race them really till three because especially fillies because you're going to let – um, you've got to let their hips and their pelvis develop more. You don't race those younger mm. horses like that. Um, invest the money in it uh, and uh, and make them back qualifiers. We've got to make our great race great again because really in the last few years it's been a bit lackluster. Yeah, I think it's a good suggestion. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Fitzy's Form Lounge, of course, coming up midday on SEN Track. Of course, what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Tips and winners for us, Miles. Uh, thanks, mate. I certainly will.